In the dictionary, the word amplify means to increase the volume of sound, to make larger, greater, stronger. At the Arvada Center for the Arts, amplify means giving voice to African-American creatives to share their work and words regarding the events and moments transpiring now in America. Greetings again. I'm Adam Morgan. Produced and curated by Colorado resident Betty Hart, the episodes of the production Amplify encourages black artists to express their hopes, fears, anger, and joy of living life today. At this time, when the creative industries are among those hardest affected by the burn scars of COVID-19, the arts are creatively finding selected ways to renew itself with fresh directions to reach audiences on the subjects, topics, and concerns of today. One of those new ways of expression is reflected in the production Amplify. Ms. Betty Hart shares a few moments with us on this edition. The country is actually really hungry to hear from diverse points of view. They're hungry to learn more about people of color. I feel that the racial reckoning that's happening in our country causes people to say, I want to intentionally spend time learning about those whose experiences perhaps I don't know or don't know the way I thought I did. You started with men. Why did you start with men first? I started with black men first because I believe that black men are the most in danger when you think about black people, and certainly in terms of statistics, that's true. So considering this all came about in the advent of the murder of George Floyd, I thought it would be most powerful to hear from fellow black male artists what was on their hearts, what was in their minds, what they wanted to express during this crucial time. So they actually wrote their own scripts and did whatever blocking they were going to use and for for. Uh, Non-theater people, that means any movement that they're going to have around the uh, stage where they're going to be seen. But So they pretty much created their messages themselves? Yeah, so I selected the 15 individuals, and I told them what I was looking for. I was looking for them to have a chance to have their voices be heard and that they were welcome to express themselves in song, in music, in dance, extemporaneously through acting monologues and just gave them carte blanche, which rarely happens to performers. Each and every one of them brought something amazing. Many of them checked in and said, you know, I'm thinking about doing this, can I? My response each time was, of course. And so yeah. they brought all of this rich um, diversity of talent, and then my job was to view all 15 and then place them in the right sequence. And so which five would be in each episode I wanted to make sure that we always had um, a mix of people in terms of people who were in Denver, people who were in Southern Colorado. We have somebody who was from Creed. I always wanted to have a mix in terms of geographies, in terms of body types, in terms of ages, in terms of talents. I really wanted to make sure that every single episode had a real um, unique blend of variety. Yeah. Did you find a, a common thread that tends to run through most of them? What a great question. I would say there are a few threads. There was a thread of joy in self-expression, you know, in the way that people are excited when they get to be heard, when you listen to someone tell their story, and afterward they say, whew, I feel so much better. So there was definitely that, this joy of getting to let it out. There was a theme of that. There was certainly a, a lot of themes of fear 
justifiable fear for their lives, for the lives of people that they care about because of what's happening in our country and has been happening in our country for a while. And then I think just uh, there's a theme of artistry. There's something wonderful about giving performers the opportunity to perform. And as you know, COVID has taken away over 90% of performing opportunities for actors, directors, designers. Our theaters are closed. And so there aren't the opportunities that all of us had at the beginning of this year. So simply getting an opportunity to think creatively was also yeah. a gift that uh, that was expressed throughout. Were you looking for their voices or their messages to reflect? some of the thinking or some of the things you may have heard from uh, other African-American men that are not performers, some of the things that may have been being said in barbershops or among themselves, because many times, you know, men, we, we kind of hold things in. We don't talk a lot. So uh, getting these gentlemen to do that expression I think is really, really good. But were you looking for them to reflect the thoughts or feelings of other American men? I, I didn't have that in mind. I really wanted them to express where they were in this moment. And I knew yeah. that some of the men were certainly more vocal about uh, social justice and their outrage and others weren't. I really simply wanted to choose 15 incredible and eclectic men to really share whatever was on their heart. And so it's a bit of a gamble. And I, I hear that kind of question in your mind of, you had no idea, you didn't prompt them, did you have a specific hope? My hope was really that whatever they would send would be something worth telling. And what I got in return was more than what I could have asked for. Now, did you do auditions to get the 15 gentlemen or just 15 uh, guys you happen to know? I did not do a single audition for any of the Amplify series. I certainly could consider that in the future. I yeah. made a list of um, – I because I directed the Scottsboro Boys at Vintage Theater earlier this year, and so uh -huh. I already had a list of 40 African-American men <laughs> because I needed um, 12 in that show <laughs> or 11. Yeah, 11. Uh, so I already had a huge list of African-American men, but what I did was I went through the list and I really tried to have – who are some early career black artists, who are some mm -hmm. mid-career black artists, who are some seasoned, established career black artists. And I tried to come up with what I thought would be a, a group of 15 that were interesting. And then I added geography into the mix. And then I added um, acting, singing, dance, music. I wanted to make sure that all four of those art forms were represented. And so that's kind of how I, I got to the 15. But it was hard. There's so many talented men that did not – make my cut, not because they aren't talent, but simply because I needed 15. You said geography. So you were, you were thinking the idea is that the experience that a man would have in southern Colorado or, or out in a rural area or in a mountain, a mountainous area is going to be different than an urban setting then. You know, it's interesting. I didn't think about whether it would be different. I simply thought uh -huh. it was important to span the state in terms of having black men. I didn't want sure. it to only be Denver-based, considering the Arvada Center is based in Arvada, right? It's not in Denver. So I wanted to really make sure that we had a cross-section of men. And I think in terms of having all of those cross-sections, I just believed that we would have something worthwhile. Now, the Arvada Center, as you pointed out, it's not in Denver. Um, it's in the sub suburb of Arvada, and that's where those audiences there 
and the people that frequent that theater are going to be connecting with the presentation. Is there a particular message or importance that you wanted suburban audiences or white audiences to uh, to hear from what these men were saying? That's a great question. I would say I had a few objectives. One objective was a shared objective with the Arvada Center to create a platform to amplify had not been heard to the degree that they should have in the past. So that was certainly a shared goal between myself and the Arvada Center. My Mm -hmm. second goal was to introduce Arvada Center audiences to 15 extraordinary black men in the hopes that they would help to apply the external pressure to the pressure that the Arvada Center has put on itself internally of why haven't I seen these amazing men on our stages? That was part of my goal. And then the third goal was always to have an opportunity to increase empathy. I do believe that when people get to know people's story, something changes about how we look at it. If you're only reading the news, if you're only looking uh, online at the news or on television, you get a part of the story, but you're missing a lot. And so by getting to hear from black men themselves, I hoped it might change some perspectives that suburban audiences have of black men to discover that they are so much more. They are wise and they are kind and they are funny and they have fears just like everyone else. You're a woman, obviously. I'm talking to you. So indeed, I'm sure someplace along the line, some of your lady friends said, hey, if you did the men, you have to do us. My friends didn't ask me about where the ladies, but a lot of acquaintances and colleagues did. <laughs> My friends were really excited for the men. Um, but uh-huh. we did. From the first episode, we had questions. In fact, before the first episode aired, simply from the beautiful uh, collage of photos that John Moore did, people began uh-huh. to write online, what about the women? How come this is only men? And we were like, would you at least let us see if the first episode is done well? Like, let's see if it's well received. People were already asking that question. And then the first episode dropped and people really loved it. And then they said, we do love this and we'd like to hear from the women. And so because there was this groundswell of what about the women, then it became a great treat to be able to choose 15 women, which was even harder than choosing 15 men to be able to do the second, the second edition. I bet it was because you knew so many, one, to start I with, do. and you directed it's so, so many to start with, and then you had all your yes. friends. Well, I want to be in this. <laughs> you know what? Nobody picked yeah, I would have said, Not no, a woman. only men. Not a single, <laughs> nope, none of my friends. My friends were really wonderful. Not a single one said, hey, what about mm-hmm. me? Not a single one. My my lady yeah. friends are pretty fantastic, and they, they separate, you know, the friendship from the biz. And so they were all surprised, in fact. Anyone who I called who was a friend of mine was genuinely surprised and moved, which was really lovely. And um, it really touched me because I, I kind of looked at it like, of course you would be in. And they were like, oh, wow, you chose me. So I think the women, just like the men, were very gracious, very excited and humbled to be a part of this project. Of the stories, of the stories you've heard, did uh, one or two of them, really catch your attention as something you didn't expect to hear or receive? Quite a few of them were things I didn't expect. I okay. think the the biggest surprise would be Stephanie Hancock's original song, The La La Song, which ends the first episode of the ladies' edition. Her yeah. song was nothing but joy, and it was such a stark contrast 
to the fears and the concerns that people had expressed. And here was this moment that just caused everything to lighten. And that was a completely unexpected thing. Um, the amazing cinematography of her husband, Michael, was unexpected. And then I would say that's the second piece. The level of visual storytelling that the ladies do was completely yeah. unexpected. And I didn't ask them to do it. They all just kind of chose to take it to another level. I like to say that the men laid the foundation and the women built the house on top of that foundation. And their houses are pretty beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So people who want to see it can, uh, can screen it on their computer at home, can screen it on their television set at home. How do they reach it? It's a great question. So they absolutely can uh, screen it on their, their laptops and any of their smart televisions that do allow them to access YouTube. So they can okay. go to the Arvada Center YouTube page. They can go to arvadacenter.org, or they can do what I do more often than not, which is Google Arvada Center plus Amplify, and then the links come right up. Would you encourage I love. To, to tell their stories and share their stories just among the people that they know and each other so that everybody gets a chance to know each other better. Yes and no. I would say I encourage people who have relationship with each other to share stories because I think it's powerful. And I think that we all walk around in life and people can view us through a particular lens, but they don't know what hardships we've overcome. They don't know the way in which we were raised. They don't know um, any of those things, right, that you can't tell by our outward appearance. And so certainly I would love for people to connect. I think when you don't know someone, because there is a hunger, certainly I've talked to a lot of my white friends and peers who say, you know, I want to learn more and I want to learn more. How do I, if I don't have any diverse friends, that's where it's a little bit more of a challenge. I don't feel that anyone can demand someone tell them their story so that they can learn. I think that's a little uh, out of hand, but I do think building relationships so that storytelling and the sharing of who we are can happen is a wonderful tool to healing, a wonderful tool to build empathy, and a wonderful tool to see the world differently. The world is so much bigger than most of us believe. And I think every time we encounter someone new, that world gets to expand. Miss Betty Hart, curator and producer of the series Amplify, now running online at the Arvada Center for the Arts. The current episodes are available for screening at arvadacenter.org slash amplify. New episodes are planned biweekly. We thank Miss Hart for sharing her time with us on this edition. I'm Adam Morgan. Do keep in touch. Span your game. And many, many thanks to you as well for sharing a few moments of your weekend with us.